0: Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one. Let's go. Hey, everyone. I want to create an episode talking about postpartum and how it is okay to not quote unquote bounce back. I hate that. The social media expectations are that after you have a baby, you're only allowed six weeks and then you are expected to have this body that looks like it did prior to having a baby or even better. And I am on my third baby. I just had her six months ago. For most of you listening, you probably already know that. It's my second emergency C-section I've had with her. Addie was an all-natural, perfect, beautiful delivery and then I had two very traumatic births with Reed and Ava and two c-sections and I'm going to be the first one in line to tell you it's okay to not bounce back. It's okay that your body looks different after you had a baby and I can't even believe I actually have to say that out loud but I do because social media makes it feel like you have to wave a magic fairy wand and look like you didn't even have a baby immediately after you have it. And I'm here to tell you that's not true because I am a certified personal trainer. I've been lifting weights for 14 plus years and I don't bounce back after I have a baby. My body takes like a year to even start going in the direction of what it looked like before I got pregnant. And there was a huge age gap between Reed and Ava. So four, almost five-year age gap between Reed and Ava. And adding Reed, I only had a 27-month age gap. And so my body changed dramatically after probably nine months postpartum with Reed. And it's really interesting. So I I started JGFG. I started my business when Reed was six months old. And so now Ava is six months old. And I've lately found myself reflecting back on what my body looked like with Reed six months postpartum. And now what does it look like with Ava six months postpartum? And I've already been working out intensely rather than just starting my business intensely. Since I've been released at six weeks post op or postpartum with Ava. And so it's really interesting to see the difference. And I will just say it in everybody's journey is different. Everyone's body is different. Every pregnancy is different. And so it's really don't compare yourself to anybody's. And I have a hard time not even comparing my own to each other because they're so different. I have a great pregnancy with all three babies. I hate even saying that out loud to some of you guys who have really difficult pregnancies. I feel bad saying that. But I had amazing pregnancies. But I had horrible traumatic births with two of my three babies. And so I kind of expected a quicker transformation postpartum with Ava. But I told my husband, don't allow me to sit and criticize my body. If I start expecting my body to look a specific way, please help me just look at Ava and understand that I am feeding her. And this looks different because if, if you are breastfeeding your baby, I tell my members this all the time, you are feeding a human being so your body is made to hold on to body fat. You will not look the same As if you baby, comparing if you baby gave your baby a different baby, a different pregnancy formula, and now you're gonna breastfeed this baby, your journeys are gonna look completely different postpartum because your body is creating food for a baby. And I read this study too, it's two interesting topics about that. Your body, to feed your baby in a full day, your body will burn the same energy as it would take for you to walk 7,000 steps, give or take. Per, It's determined per person. So that's just an average. Then a second one I saw was really interesting. Your body requires more energy to produce milk for your baby in a whole day than it does to make your heart pump, to keep you alive for a whole day. Isn't that incredible? So for those of you who are postpartum and on your breastfeeding journey. I feel you 100% because I am also on the same walk as you. I'm 100% breastfeeding Ava and pumping when I'm not with her. And it's hard. I did it with my other two. So I knew I could do it again. It's hard because your body holds on to fat and you don't get to control where it holds on to. And so it, it just looks different. But even if you're not breastfeeding your baby and say you still are three months postpartum, six months, nine months, a year, two years, whatever that looks like, it's okay. Don't allow yourself to find expectations of what you're supposed to look like because there are none. There are none. I just want you and hope for you on your postpartum journey to be graceful with yourself. I hope you can love your body because it just. Grew a human being, which is one of the most incredible, powerful things you'll ever do in your whole life. It's amazing. So it's okay if I'm six months postpartum with my third baby, my second C-section, and I still look like I have a mama pooch, and that's okay. I don't expect it to go anywhere. I'm working on my deep transverse abdominal muscles. I create a monthly bonus workout for my members to work on those. And I tell you, you don't have to be postpartum. I have members who are 3 years, 6 years, 12 years, 15 years postpartum. And as long as we're working on our transverse abdominal muscles, those inner, deep inner muscles, that's what's going to help bring that mama pooch back. And it looks different for everyone, depending on scar tissue, how much it had to stretch. There's so many variables that go into it. So you can't expect an instant bounce back. And if you are a person who has 10 babies and you bounce back and your body looks like a dream postpartum I am in the best way envious of you because that's amazing and I that's incredible but I'm going to say there's like 1% of that person out there the rest of us are listening to this thinking absolutely relatable so just some tips that I personally have used for my third baby postpartum. And I hope they benefit you if you're a new mama or if you are having another baby. Maybe you can put them in a place this time around. And I didn't with my first two, but this time I did. And yes, this baby looked different because she was a preemie. We had a NICU stay. And so it looked different, but also I set these boundaries up for postpartum before I even knew I was gonna have Ava early. So I would just say, Make space for you. Be protective of your time. Be protective of your baby. You are your baby's advocate. So if you feel like something is not right, listen to that instinct. If I would have ignored the symptoms that I was having um, the night that Ava was born and just went to sleep, I don't know that me or Ava would be here today. And so Don't ignore your body. It's telling you something. It sends you messages for a reason. Don't ignore those things. And if something after your postpartum and you're at the hospital with your baby, if something doesn't feel right, ask questions. I'm also a nurse and nurses love when the patients ask questions. So ask questions. You are your own voice and your baby's voice. So be be the strongest in the room for you and your baby. Also, if you don't want visitors, don't allow visitors. I don't know. Every hospital has a different policy, but do not allow visitors at your hospital if you don't want them. Make that very loud and clear prior to having your baby. And guess what? No is a complete sentence. No draws a line and allows you to have boundaries that people can't cross. And you need to make sure your partner or your support person also respects your boundaries that you're creating and be very honest and write it out if you have to. So that person, when it's crazy and stressful and under hard times, or make it a note in your phone or a shared note of what your hospital stay or postpartum journey should look like and share it with that person who's going to be your support person so they know expectations. If you don't want visitors when you get home for the first week, don't allow them. And your partner should be that voice for you no, we can't have visitors. I'm sorry. We're being really protective over germs. This is a tiny baby and you have big germs. And so we're just going to eliminate any exposure that we can for the first week or two. Whatever it is that you feel comfortable doing. I did not let any visitors visit Ava after we got out of the hospital until she was one month old. Not one stranger stepped foot in, not stranger, but not one visitor stepped foot in my house until Ava was a one month old. I was protective. I was so protective of my baby and me, and so I, I, I found this on Instagram, and I thought it was so interesting. I read that in India they treat postpartum window as a sacred window where the mom and their new baby go live with their mom to avoid housework, laundry, meals, cooking, all the things, and they are waited on hand and foot so they can experience deep rest in deep bonding with their baby how incredible would that be that would be a dream and if you are a postpartum mama with other kids at home you know it's not that is hard that's very hard because you were taking care of you you were taking care of a new baby you were taking care of all these other kids and their needs and they need their mama too I feel you 100%. It was a very, very hard transition, but my husband was a dream. He's, he is truly the best. He just does things without asking, without me. He can just read the situation and do it. We don't keep tabs of like, well, I downloaded the dishwasher yesterday. Now it's your turn. Just do it for your, your spouse or your partner. Or if you're a friend and that friend allows you to come visit them postpartum. Fold the clothes. Say, can I please help you? Yes, the baby is cute. And yes, you want to hold the baby. But I still don't let people hold Ava, and she's six months old because germs. And do not kiss somebody else's baby. I will come unglued if I ever see that because it's not your baby to kiss. You don't know what germs you have. Do not kiss anybody else's baby. I think that is so disrespectful. So don't do it. And I set that boundary very loudly. Don't wear perfumes if you come visit me. You're not going to kiss my baby. Don't touch their hands because their hands go in their mouth. Just be very respectful. Some people aren't even aware of these things. I am a 100% kind of a control freak mama bear around my kids and of them. And so I had a whole list of rules for visitors. And guess what? Not one single person challenged me. Everyone respected my rules and my boundaries and my time and my baby. And even though she's six months old now, I still don't kiss her. Stop touching her hands. I'm just protective. And as you should be, because once you are blessed with children, what else are you on this earth for? You are here to protect them and teach them. And It's the best thing in the whole world. Being a mom is truly the best thing in the whole world. This episode is sponsored by Top Notch Athletics. We customize tailored clothing for those that are here to get things done. We design clothes for those that never settle. The peak performers, the ones that never sell themselves short of the best. The high risers, those that never quit. The strongest in the room. Step into these clothes and your mindset shifts. You become Top Notch. Check out TNClothing.com to become your top-notch self. So, just remember, no is a complete sentence. You don't have to explain yourself. Set the boundaries. It's going to be okay. If people are upset with you because of boundaries that you have set around your postpartum journey and your baby, then they don't need to be coming and visiting anyways. Just remember that. You're going to be hormonal and tired and emotional and maybe even feeling a little bit lonely, even though that's kind of funny to say. But in a walk of my postpartum journey, you feel a little lonely because you're like, I'm so needed and touched by this baby and all my other kids. But it's it's really hard to explain. But also allow your people to check in with you. I experienced some postpartum Depression, some because I had PTSD from this traumatic birth again. And I feel like my body failed me and I was so disappointed, and all the things. And you have to allow yourself to feel those things, or else you're just going to tuck them away. And emotions hold on to your body and then they create issues within your body system. Feel the emotions, sit in whatever it is you're feeling, feel them, recognize them and be proactive with them. I would feel my feelings. It was about, you know, after we got released two weeks in the NICU, we got home. And it was about two weeks at home, I was just, would cry over nothing. And that's a sign over postpartum depression. And I think I had just a little bit of it. And I recognized that pretty early on. And I told Johnny, you have to say it out loud. It's really hard to accept. And I said it out loud to my husband, I think I'm experiencing some postpartum depression or PTSD from birth trauma, something. And I know what I need to do to get out of this. And maybe you don't. And maybe that means you need help and you need to talk to your OB and all of those things. And don't ever feel bad for those things. You, it's out of your control. But I knew movement is medicine. I preach that to my members every single day. Movement is medicine. And so what would I do? Johnny, hold our baby, take care of the kids. Or when the kids went back to school, here's Ava. And I would take 20 minutes of alone time and go on a walk outside. It was still nice. Go do a walk down in your basement. Go do steps. Anything that you are allowed to do with your postpartum journey, approved by your doctor, listen to your body. I would go for a 20-minute walk outside. changed me dramatically. It was incredible for my mind, my body. I needed it as much as I actually didn't want to leave Ava, even to go walk my neighborhood. I needed that alone time. I needed, I would listen to a book. I would listen to music. I would sit and talk to myself. Anything. I highly recommend creating 20 minutes of alone time. And showering is not alone time. So per- that's just personal hygiene. That's not like, Self care is not a shower. So, if that's the only alone time you're getting, that's not alone time. And you need to make your partner aware that, hey, I have personal hygiene needs too. You need to take our baby and I'm going to go spend 20 minutes by myself, even if that's 20 minutes in a hot bath, whatever that is, if that fills your cup up, do it. But I will preach all day movement is medicine. If that means you are walking around your house by yourself with headphones in, do it. If that means reading a book, whatever. It is for you. Just give yourself some alone time. And I'm going to wrap it up by saying slow down. Slow down. Create space for you. And only you create space for you and this new life that you have because it's incredible. Take in all the sweet moments. Memorize their face. Stop worrying about bouncing back. You can't be focused on that because you're going to miss so many beautiful moments that you will never get back. This tiny postpartum journey is such a small season of life that we don't get it back. And so they'll never be a newborn again. They will never be a tiny little baby again. Take it in and stop worrying about the bounce back. When you are released and it feels right to start moving your body again, your body will do exactly what it needs to do, exactly what it was made to do, and your body... We'll love you back if you love on it. Say, thank you. Every time I feed Ava, I'm nursing her. I say, we say a little prayer. Thank you for nourishing your body. Thanks for allowing mommy's body to feed you. We, we have a whole little prayer that we do. And I, I praise my body. Thank you for feeding my baby. Thank you for making Ava from four pounds to 16 pounds now. Transforming her. Thank you for bringing her health and immunity. And it's praise your body. I tell my members this all the time. Love your body and it will love you back. And that looks different in every single season. So slow down. Create space for you and only you. And create space for you and your baby without any expectations. Movement is medicine. Go at your pace. Doctor approved. I want you to know you are doing amazing. You're incredible. You are loved. Never forget that. Your body loves you. Your baby loves you unconditionally. You are all that they know. And that's the best thing in the whole world. So love your body. It will love you back. I'm going to end on this quote I read. It's amazing. Postpartum is a quest back to yourself. Alone in your body again. You will never be the same. You are stronger than you were. I love you guys. You are strong. You are powerful. You are worthy. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget, you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye.